0: Welcome to Sober Thoughts. I'm Claire. And I'm Jade. And this is the podcast where we will unpack the craziness that is life. And for today's Sober Thought, we are going to be talking about the craziness that is sound. And there's no other way to put this, but like, have you ever thought about how crazy sound like is? Like how it's, how it's formed, how it's carried, how we perceive right. it? Like, there's so many things that go into it that no one ever questions. And, like, I think that's insane. Yeah, me too. And I feel like just so many of the things that we talk about are just something that, like, most people don't think about, which is why we're talking about it. But it's just, like, it has so much behind it, but we just, like, take it for granted. Like, we think we know Uh what's happening, but we really have no clue. Like, how can... I just... It's... You can't even think about it rationally without sounding like insane. Yeah. But like, how does a how does a singular sound travel and like form something? You know, like how yeah. does that how does that even work? You tell me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so first, I guess I'll talk about how like what a sound is okay. and. I mean, I'm not a scientist, so don't... By ex- any means. By any means, so don't expect any kind of scientific language. But it's basically, like, it it's formed in wavelengths. Mm-hmm. And um it carries by, like, bouncing off of things. Right. And so, I mean, like, that's just the basic of what a sound is. And it has, like, some frequency and length and all these other things, but... Honestly, I don't even understand it. So, we'll leave it to the scientists on that one. But what I do find interesting is like the whole aspect of how humans like perceive sound and like how it works, like how we hear it and how it registers and all that stuff. Right. Um so to start off, there's three main parts to an ear. There's the outer ear, the middle ear, and the inner ear. And what I find interesting is that whether you are awake or asleep, your ears constantly are, like, active. And they're working to, like, register sounds. And, I mean, like, you know, if you hear a sound on them all night, you wake, you wake up. up. right. I mean, like, you don't tell your ear to, like, hey, listen out. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just, it constantly goes. And, I mean, I guess that's kind of common sense, but I didn't, I didn't no, really think about at that not before. what you think about. Yeah. And so... So what happens is the sound waves, like just from everyday life or whatever, pass through the outer ear, and that causes like the eardrum to vibrate, which mm-hmm. moves their um like tiny bones. They're um, they're like little. I mean, they're literally like minuscule. But um, aren't they like like aren't they like referred to as hairs even sometimes? Like they're so small. They're or on is that the else? the hairs are on the bones. Okay, but but they but like the hairs themselves are literally like not even you can't even see them without a microscope but um they're like three little tiny bones very scientific wording i couldn't pronounce it if i wanted to but anyway so they um they vibrate these bones which makes the fluid in the cochlea move uh which then causes like the hair the little hairs we were talking about to move and bend they form little signals to like be sent to your brain um, but they send it to the auditory nerve, which passes through, like, the auditory cortex in mm-hmm. the brain, and that's where, like, it translates into, like, a perceived, like, you can, you know what sound like it is. Sound. Yeah. But, but pause, like, just think about how quickly How That's that what I was supposed to say! Oh my gosh, okay. Because it's just, like, instantaneous. Like, you, you see, see something happening, but, and you hear the sound at the same time. Like, and it's snap. right there, like. It's probably faster than a snap, actually. Okay, which one, I don't, I really don't want to sound stupid, but which one is faster, again, light or sound? Light, right? Light. Light is fast. Light is faster than sound, right? Light is faster than the speed of, no, sound is speed faster than the speed of light. What? Look it up Ruby. <laughs> well, it says that no information can propagate faster than the speed of light, so that means light is just the fastest thing in the world. Well, I mean, that makes sense, because... Like I said, you see light before you hear the thunder, you know? Yeah. So it does go faster. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, you're right. It's, it's you the see lightning the lightning bolt and first. Then, and then however and then thunder. What <gasps> however far away? You know that little rule? The rule, yeah. Yeah, like the you count the seconds and that's how many miles away it is. I don't know if that's true, but I don't know, I, feel, I feel like it's eh, somewhat you know? true. It's kind of like when they used to use the sun for the time oh, yeah. and like yeah. The direction and all that. It's debatable. Like, it's not exact science, but it's there. Okay, now I just want to talk... Well, first, let me ask you. Everyone knows the saying, like... Or not the saying, but, like, that men are selective at hearing. Oh, Select- yes. Like, yes it's like you hearing have selective hearing, hearing. right? Yes. And everyone uses that as a joke, but it's but, true. Okay. Um, It's called... There's, like, there's um listening positions, and we can adopt them all the time. Oh, Okay. And so but listening positions are something we adapt to make our life easier and more suited to like our needs. Mm-hmm. Um and it can help people be more like conscious and effective in communication. Uh and like I said, men are an example because typically they adopt like a a very selective listening position. Um and they listen for like a like a point or a solution. So they don't waste time I guess. I'm not really sure the logic behind that. Yeah. But um but however women typically adopt, like, an expansive listening position. Mm. So, they they want to listen to everything. They want to gather all the information before they make a conscious decision. I believe it. I, I mean, it's I true. I believe it. Um, the science proves it. But, like, of course, those opposing sides often create arguments. So, mm. that shows why that happens. But um, other listening positions can be, like, judgmental or or, like active or passive. So like in judgmental, like you're listening constantly for like criticism or like oh some, something something some, you can act for. Yeah, something you be like, oh well and then mm. um and then like active is basically I guess that could be used for like therapist. And like you're listening to respond. Yes. Anything. You're you're like yeah, active listening is like trained into therapists and stuff. So you're list, yeah, you're listening to respond. And then I guess passive is like very, you're you're like hearing it, but you're not like retaining what they're saying in a mm. way. Okay, so like that's when like you always hear people be like, okay, you heard me, but you weren't listening to me, <laughs> and like that's what this is. You was in that <laughs> passive listening position. Exactly. And just an interesting fact to, like, add on to, like, the whole hearing thing. Um, I think it's crazy that we can never turn it off. Like, it can never be turned mm. off. And, um, well, mostly, it can never be turned off. I mean, unless you, like, go to space or something because there's no sound in space. Uh, Did you know that? I mean What? Like, N- you're, uh No, there's no sound in space. Like, sound can, like, it has to travel through, like, a medium. And like, there is nothing in space. So it's almost like sound can't travel through a vacuum, which space is like a vacuum. So it can't travel at all, which I thought that was mind blowing for a little bit. But, um, so unless you're in space, it can't be turned off. And I mean, like, it literally drives people insane. Cause like, have you ever heard of like misophonia? No. Never? No. Um, well, I didn't really know about it either until, like, Shane Dawson admitted that he had it. And so, of course, I was uh, like, oh, okay, like, what is this? Um, but it's a disorder in which certain sounds trigger emotional or psychological responses. So, like, if you hear something, you can either get, like, mad or you can start right. crying. Or, like, it's, like, very intense emotion, like, mm-hmm. responses. Um, so, like... You can you can be triggered by like the sound of chewing or the sound of breathing. Oh, okay, or or like okay. this it can like the sound of keyword. Literally anything, yeah. but if it's like a like if it's re um repet like repeated or whatever mm-hmm. um you can get very like violent or like okay. emotional. And like I just think it's the because, like you can't stop someone from breathing. Like you're going right. to get you're going to get mad a lot if you get mad at that kind of sound. So I'm like how do they handle that? And I really don't know how they handle that because I mean med- I I mean like I don't know how they could handle that. But I mean it's a real thing. I wouldn't be able to live with it if I had it because yeah. but like it literally drives people I mean, back in like the 30s and the 20s when they had like the psych wards and stuff, mm. like people would literally be admitted for this because they would like... I mean, yeah, it's like every, everyday things. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, people breathe all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly around people that are chewing and like... It would drive them like, like l- a Yeah. All right. So that kind of goes into like kind of how important sound is and like the impact it has on us. Because I've always thought, like, the relationship between, like, sound and emotion is, mm-hmm. like, just so, like, kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? So, you hear, like, you hear a noise and it can, like, immediately provoke something in you. Like, something so much deeper. Okay. So, like, just a few examples of that. Like, like you said earlier, you were, like, if you hear a sound in the middle of the night, like, you wake up. Mm-hmm. So, like, if it's dark and you hear something, like, immediately you're scared. Danger. Like, immediately. Yeah. So, like, or, like, if you, you for me. If I if I ever hear a, a snake like hiss, I'm oh like, absolutely, I, I get not. chills. Like it just sends a shiver through my body. But then it's like also like on the other side. So, like if you hear like the laugh of like your boo or something, uh-huh. like it makes you happy, you know. Like so, like it's just all over the. Like, or even whatever. like your favorite like music genre or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, you like immediately your hear the song come on and you oh, get happy. You know when you, know? you hear that first little beat to "Delicious," you, like, oh. you just hop up on the floor right (laughs) that's like it's like that meme where it's like your friends are like don't do it don't do it (laughs) and you're like i'm doing it yeah (laughs) um but it's just like so sound can be like a warning or Mm -hmm. it can just be like informing you of something or it can just like bring it back Mm -hmm. like a memory okay but like so neuroscientists have linked areas of the brain with emotion and sound Mm -hmm. so like the thalamus which is, like, it relays all your sensory data. The, the cerebrum um, refines motor functions. The hippocampus inhibits behavior and helps form memories. Um, the amygdala is what processes the memories and emotional reactions. So, like, the hippocampus and amygdala, I would say, are, like, the two biggest, yeah. like, key players. Yeah. Um, but then there's also, like, the pre- prefrontal cortex, which is, like, your personality... Um, the insular cortex, which regulates your heartbeat and focus area, which is, like, empathy, pain, social awareness. And we talk, but, like, early when we were talking about, like, all of this, and we were talking about how crazy it is that it happens instantaneous, you think not only is the sound processed through your ear and go into the auditory cortex or whatever, it also has to be processed to that, to see, like, to... Re- invoke an emotion in yeah, you. Yeah, it's processed through your brain and then it's like the connection is mm-hmm. made between the sound and like the Oh memory. I know what that is. That's a dog bark Yeah like, that like, thing. all of this is happening all at once. All like like just all together. In a millisecond. Yeah, and you're just but you're just living. Yeah, you don't even question you it. You don't even question <laughs> it. But that's why we're here today. <laughs> okay, but so in like two thousand nine, this university in Sweden um, they were also fascinated by the whole sound-emotion connection. Mm-hmm. So they started to look in to how the brain reacts with emotion and sound. Mm-hmm. So they came up with, like, different mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like, what's this? Okay. So, like, the first one is called the brainstem reflex, which is when the acoustic characteristics of the sound signal a potentially important or urgent event Mm -hmm. causing the an instinctual reaction so that's like if you ever hear like if you hear shattered glass oh yeah like immediately you're like oh like yeah somebody trying to break my house like Mm -hmm. somebody fighting like what's happening those distinctive sounds and then for me claire you know this is true (laughs) the apple alarm Oh my god. Uh, it, like it That's danger in it is, its is so. danger danger danger. There's not there's nothing in this world that sends fear through my body like that sound. Like I swear. You I think that genuinely like someone someone had to be tortured to make that sound. Yeah. They had like, to. Somebody tortured me while that sound was playing <laughs> or something because I just have too much of a response. And when I mean I hear like that. but that happens to any sound because if you change, I know that if I changed my alarm, it would be that one. I would hate, I would hate, like, that would be my trigger. It's just sound. because you associate it with having to wake up, get out of bed. Which I hate. Which I hate. <laughs> like, I hate being forced to get up. So that's why. The next one is evaluative conditioning, which is when an emotion is elicited by a sound because we've heard it repeatedly in a certain setting, leading to an association between the sound and the setting. So, like, that would be in high school. When that 315 bell, oh, ooh, it just hit different, <laughs> like, ooh. or like, like, we knew, or like, even when you said that, it just like made me think of like, being at the fair and hearing like the, mm. that, you know, you know, that yeah. like that sound. Yep. So it's just like you, it just is conditioning your brain to associate that sound with that setting mm-hmm. and like this action. So yeah. like, it's all making the connection. Mm hmm. Alright, the third one is emotional contagion, which is when we perceive the emotion expressed by a piece of music. So it's not like, it's like, so the music doesn't sound sad necessarily, Mm -hmm. like the beat and the rhythm and everything, but we recognize it as expressing sadness anyway. Okay. So like for me, like when I first read that, I thought of I'm Upset by Drake. Oh yeah. Because like. Obviously, it's like I'm upset. Like that's like he don't sound sad. Does yeah, he? no. But then you think about the words. Yeah. And he really is upset. Like he's just a he's different kind of upset. Yeah. Than what you're thinking. Yeah, but like I don't. But like listening to it, you're like bopping. You're like yeah. I'm upset. Like <laughs> and it just. But the song is kind of sad. You yeah. Know? Like if you, look, you really, if you, look you really, the like think about the lyrics, this man was getting played. Like everyone taking him for granted. Mm-hmm. And we were just. Making a 50,000 on his name is disrespect. on God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one is visual imagery, which is when the structure of a piece of music makes us imagine certain scenes or sensation, so like a rising melody connects with the sensation of moving upwards. So that made me think of the song "Rise Up" by Andrew Day because you know like she kind of just be like crescendoing through yeah and so like and because she wants you to rise up so she gonna bring the sound up yeah she bring the pitch up yeah and it just simulates it correlates with action it simulates with the message you're right i know that's what i'm saying like the sound really is crazy all right so the fifth one is episodic memory so that's also like it's also known as the like they're playing our song or whatever. Oh, okay yeah so it's like When a particular sound or piece of music provokes a powerful memory. Oh, got it, got it. So, like, a personal experience for me would be, like, whenever I hear the song Baby, You Make Me Crazy by Sam Smith, mm -hmm. it always, like, for some reason, like, that song, like, when I went to his concert, it was that song that Mm -hmm. was, like... End all, be all. Like mm-hmm. that's the song that stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Cause he had like rose petals falling from the sky and stuff. So like every time I hear that, that song, like so it just cute. takes me back to the concert and it's just like such a good time. Personally, mine is Personally. <laughs> is what makes you beautiful. Uh oh, oh that takes me whole back to a whole different stage of my I life. Know, I know, but like I can literally tell you what I where I was, what I was doing, like it, in that moment when I heard that sound, like when I was smelling, like a sound can literally It like, can, it, it can, just saves that memory. You uh-huh. know? It can transport you to that specific time. Yeah. Oh, like. it's insane. It's like time travel kind of. Little, mm, little bit, <laughs> like, oh. All right. And the last one I got for y'all is music expectancy, which is, this is tied to our experience with music so an unfamiliar variation of the standard like chord progression or something mm-hmm. would like make us uncomfortable or like kind of cause tension so it's like if you ever hear like somebody cover a song and uh-huh. you're like that just doesn't, doesn't sit right yeah and it's because they're they're like changing the original makeup of the song so it's diff it's different from what you're used to you know what that actually happened to me like recently because my friends were like trying to get me to listen to like metal or like rock or something and like i mean it's a beautiful genre (laughs) just doesn't sit right with me personally right because i'm all about the flow and like it needs to be like it needs to correlate and stuff and just all those instruments at once just doesn't it just doesn't sound right to me and like literally i told them i was like i'm sure it's like i'm sure it's really cute to y'all but like i just it's make like it's making me itch like Mm. i can't like, I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah. And then, even with that, like, have you ever been, have you ever been, like, expecting a sound? Like, like, um, like, if someone, if you see something drop or something, you expect to hear it hit the floor, mm-hmm. but if someone catches it or it hits, like, a book bag and it doesn't fall all the way and, like, makes that oh, sound. Yeah. And, like, doesn't it, do you ever get that feeling, like, like, like why isn't it? Like, it's like you're, in, like, something's yes, incomplete. Yes, kinda. exactly. That's, like, whenever I first hear a song and, like... Even though I've never heard it before, like I'm expecting a beat drop, and I'm like, up oh, there, and then, <laughs> and then it, when it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen I'm like, like oh. oh you're like ooh, I is this know. song good like, like i don't like it I yeah don't know. and it just makes you uncomfortable because you're expecting that certain sound. yeah and then i'm like well maybe i should just be a music producer <laughs> maybe i should put that in right um but then like another okay i feel like we're just we're just breaking down all of these relationship issues today but another one is how like you know how people are like it's not what you said it's the way you said it you know people be saying that yeah okay because that's just like it's all about the tone Uh uh-huh you know it's like it's all about the way the frequency you said it right (laughs) it's all about because your tone just communicates how we feel Mm -hmm. it's and then i read it was like because we've said before people can tell you whatever they want to tell you Mm -hmm. but they can't say it however they want to say it because it's harder to fake your tone of voice mm-hmm. than it is to just, like, say the words, Yeah. You know? So you can really read into, like, the tone of somebody. So when people are, like, so when you call somebody out and you're like, like, why are you being, like, hostile or something? And they're like, I'm not. Like, you're just reading into yourself. No. What you hear is almost, like, almost always there. Yeah. So, like, somebody to you if they tell you that. They weren't acting some type of way. I feel like the two major things that you can never, like, you can never, like, mistake or anything is, like, body language and then sound, like, talk, sound, hearing Mm -hmm. or something. Because, like you said, you, I mean. It's so hard to fake. Because, like, we subconsciously put the tone in our voice. Yeah. Like, we're not, like, oh, I'm gonna try to sound this way. Unless you're, like. Even if you do, like. Unless you're, like. Your voice goes up a little bit. You're, like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, unless you're like literally like a pathological liar and like you... manipulative, yeah, like just... clinically insane, uh-huh. it just ain't then like it, you just you just really just cannot do it. So, but then I read this thing and it really just made so much sense, and like it kind of made me question my life a little bit. I want to question my life. Okay, so I read and it was like sometimes it's hard for us to identify our feelings when we feel them, especially when. It contradicts how we want to feel about a situation or how we think we should feel about a situation. Okay, what is it? What So, like, a lot of times we'll be talking to somebody and, like, okay, so go back to, like, you're talking to somebody and they call you out for, like, being some type of way or having, like, Mm -hmm. a certain tone. yeah, And you're like, like, no, I'm not. But because you don't think you're feeling that, because you haven't identified that feeling. Yeah. But that's really and truly that's what you're feeling, even if you don't want it. So sound goes faster than emotion. I know it. It thinks faster than you do. (laughs) Like how? Now I just want to talk about some like just interesting facts and um. So like I said before, there's like no sound in outer space and everything, but. I didn't think that we, like, had recorded the loudest sound on Earth, Mm -hmm. but apparently the loudest sound is an erupting volcano. Oh. Like, I mean, I've never heard it. Like, so there's a recording of it? There's not a recording, but, like, a recorded history. Like, that's the loudest sound that has ever happened on Earth. um, Wait. I'm sure you can contradict that a little bit, because everyone has different perceptions, but. Yeah, but how do they know that if it's not recorded? They've heard it. Like recorded. But they heard book. every sound.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what they. I mean, they said yeah. that. Sometimes I just I just think these scientists trying to finesse. I don't think they went to Monster Jam. <laughs> that's what I think. Period. <laughs> and just just to stimulate the mind a little bit, mm-hmm. tell me, Jade. Oh. Tell me, define music. Oh, uh, do it. I Do it. Okay. Um, music is uh, <laughs> a form of expression through uh, notes and pitches and arrangement of notes and pitches to um, portray a message or evoke emotion. Okay, that's effective. It's a okay. really close one. It's okay, a really good okay. Hit. It's a really good one. But there is... I mean, actually, you kind of got it on the dot. Because, like, literally, <laughs> there love is being no... A star student. <laughs> There's literally no way to describe music if you think about it, because it's just like, it's, it's just like music. It's there. And the only way to do it is, it's like an arrangement of sounds, which you said arrangement yeah. you know, of pitches and notes and stuff. But honestly, when I first thought about it, I was like, I don't even know. I can't even. I know. I mean, you heard me when you first asked me to. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Music is just. It's just music. There. Like, know? I don't, I don't know how to describe like, it. Like, but it, that is kind of crazy because music, like, personally, like, music plays such a big part in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I listen to music so much. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, it really should not have been that hard for me to, like, but I just don't even like, be thinking thing, about it. But you, you, there's different kind of music. Like, there's sad music, there's happy music. So, you don't know how to describe, like, how? Yeah. And, um, and then just some, like, interesting facts about, like, hearing and sound itself flies are not able to hear sounds at all which makes sense because when i'd be swatting them away and telling them go away they don't, they don't hear listen me. they don't listen and dolphins are capable of hearing sounds underwater as far as 15 miles away oh my gosh. i wish i had that like i, I, know, wish. I wish i could hear it like that that's like that's like the vampires off. oh eyes. Just be like- i would wi- like that if i had a superpower i mean it probably wouldn't be that one but it would be one of them if i could like make a bunch of them Mm -hmm. hearing would be in it um and this kind of goes with like the speed of sound or whatever but um in order for like a whip to do that like snapping sound um it must travel faster than the speed of sound how does anyone do that though i mean the speed of sound is like a certain set number yeah but like it's fast so how your hand you been seeing how fast that whip goes though but how do we make it go that fast when we're you're just, just a hu- it. When you're just a human, I'm, you know? I'm, girl, I don't know about it. I don't think I could. I can't see it. I, I mean, they really do it. But, like, I've done it with, like, a towel before, you know? Like, when you roll oh, a yeah. towel, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> well, you've but done like, it. But it's a towel, you know? I mean, it's just the inertia you put into it. Wow. All right, so this whole podcast, we were just talking about how great sound is and, like, how we never, we don't even think about it. And, like, it just plays such a big part in our life but there we have to think about there are some people that don't have that yeah so like I personally have always wanted to learn sign language so Ooh, for sure. I just like I don't want to say like I have a fascination with deafness but like I just think it's it's important to like recognize it yeah and like take them into account I guess mm-hmm. um but so basically like what deafness is it's like Obviously, like you can't, you can't hear, like either whether it be partially or like fully, like yeah. there's nothing. Um, it's just when you're okay. So going back, like Claire described, like how you, like how the ear works, yeah, like, the, the word vibrations and of the all ear. that. So it's when your eardrum doesn't vibrate enough to like reach the cochlea. Okay. So like it's not gonna like move the liquid, and that can be from like an injury or like a disease mm-hmm. or like nature. Like you can just be born. There. Yeah. Um. So, something I've always, like, thought was interesting was, like, how they try and repair or, like, assist yeah. um, deaf people with hearing. So, like, the biggest one is, like, the cochlear implant. Oh, yeah, the thing that they put behind their ear. Or, yeah, like, the so it's, like, yeah. s- it's surgically implanted. Mm-hmm. It's a device that provides, like, a, a sense of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's different from a hearing aid because a hearing aid, it just amp- amplifies a sound. So that's for people that like have a hard time hearing or like uh-huh. are hard of hearing and then that little th- or partially deaf. That little thing like helps vibrate the eardrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so it's different from a hearing aid which just amplifies the sound because the cochlear implant um bypasses the traditional acoustic hearing process that you described earlier mm-hmm. and it sends impulses directly to the auditory nerve oh okay so it carries the sound signal which carries the sound signal to the brain you know so these electrical signals um it just like the it just receives the sound from Mm -hmm. the outside and it turns it into electrical signals which can be interpreted as sound but Mm -hmm. it has to be through training because like it just doesn't like automatically work like you have to spend time with it and like get used to it and everything yeah but I think it's important to note that the cochlear implant doesn't result in like the quote-unquote normal hearing Mm -hmm. so like once um someone who's deaf like gets a cochlear implant like they don't just hear like me and you like they can't just hear us speak they can't just hear like normally like we do um it just helps with like mostly with sounds and as like a general like just as like a general term so like just like hearing a doorbell like you can hear that something is happening and so like Is it or one of like, those things a telephone? like, like- Growing up, we've registered sounds to be certain things. Is it like they have to learn what that sound is and, like, what it... Well, kind of, but it's, like, they're not hearing it how it actually is. They're hearing a tone or they're hearing, like, a pitch. Like a distorted version of it. Yeah, so they have to learn that 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 tone, that pitch means this thing. It's, like, just altering it a little bit. Yeah, so it's kind of... But it's, like, they're having to, like, retrain Mm -hmm. their whole, like, hearing process. Well, I mean, like... I mean, I guess, I mean, because if they're partially deaf and they, let's say they get that. Um, it would help a lot. But. Yeah. But like, you can't turn off your ear. Yeah. So would you have two, like two segues of getting sounds in? Because you would have your ear and then you would have the cochlear input. They would work together though. So oh, it wouldn't okay. be like separate. It wouldn't be okay. like double or something mm-hmm. like that. I didn't know if you would hear like how you said like you had to alter it, like you alter one learning. and then hear the other. Yeah. And be like, this is well, in the, like in that case because it's for for deaf people it is just like converting it into so that they could like possibly hear something yes but for like partially deaf people then it is just it kind of i mean it kind of acts like a hearing aid but a more like amped up version yeah of a hearing aid um but cochlear implant is would be really beneficial because it helps with like like we talked about how important it is for like tone of voice which is really just dependent on the pitch of the voice which makes it I don't like not easier to read lips because it doesn't assist in like the visual reading mm-hmm. of lips but it un- like it helps with like the comprehension of what they're saying and like how they're saying it so you're telling me that the craziness that is sounds is literally that sounds itself is crazy because we never question it we never talk about it we we accept what sounds is and we just go with it like we and we even take it for granted because i mean some people can't hear sounds yeah, exactly. We just live our lives without, without the realization that sound and is just so much more than like what we think it is. Yeah, it's so complex. Yeah. And for today's riddle, you hear it speak for it has a hard tongue, but it cannot breathe for it has not a lung. What is it? All right. And if you want to find out the answer, make sure you're following us on Instagram at SoberThoughts.podcast. We'll post the the answer probably within 24 hours. And if you're listening at a later date, it'll be on our highlights. And that's it for today's Sober Thought. So we will most definitely see you next time with a new sober thought. We're gonna hit you with it. New craziness. That's right. And a new thought process. Don't you doubt it. And if you enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next don't one. Don't do it. You do not want to. Nope. So we will see you next time, sobros. Bye.